Welcome to Huge Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny, here with Bree Pruitt. Hello. What's going on? Hi. So happy you could be here. Oh, my exquisite pleasure, Danny. I have, uh, man, do you, I've seen, you know, quite a bit of stand-up in town, but I've probably seen you, it seems like, maybe more than anybody else. Really? Yeah, just oh, ra- kind so of randomly much. over the last few years, and um, pretty what? sure I saw you at All Jane No Dick. Yeah. And uh seemed like, oh, hey, hello. <laughs> It's <laughs> blowing up over here. Those are the first tweets coming in with questions for you. I think that's great. You know, people really, you're a really popular figure online. It's a whole on persona the thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you want to put add the vibrating cell phone sound too? I it's, I think it's in. Okay. Yeah, they'll hear it. Great. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got we got tweet Pruitt up. Uh, oh. It's it's trending right now. Um, all Jane no dick was. Uh, it had its little share of controversy, didn't it? Yeah. That was weird. It was so weird. You probably listened to that interview like I did with Amy. Oh that man, that was a good interview. I don't need to bring that whole thing up, but I just, I just, I just thought of that. I mean, it had to have been a surprise. If anyone's curious, like some dude took issue with the fact that a lot of women were having uh, a co- a comedy festival to them to themselves, and. Um, Amy Miller just interviewed him and revealed, she just gave him a ton of rope and he hung himself, you know? He totally did. It was the perfect thing to do with that guy. One dummy. He just had no <laughs> idea, like, that there was anything beyond himself. That yeah. this was, like, a part of something larger. He didn't understand feminism at all. Yeah. And, and just, he didn't even look it up. He didn't even Google what he was doing before know, he did it. I know. That's it was what really was sad. sad. It was a little bit sad. It's, it's like, well, maybe that wasn't sad to you. Was that just what? Yeah. No, it was. I mean, it was sad for me. It was like, um, it's like when your dad is like, Oh, well, you want to go to the movies? Okay. Well, we got to get a newspaper to find the time. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, just like so behind <laughs> and ignorant. But this guy was like sad. 25, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. There are a lot of dudes like that kind of Luddite young men really? who don't, you know, participate. I don't have a Facebook page, you know, that kind of shit. Those are like, <laughs> Those are the people that like bomb, uh, you know, post yeah, offices. Yeah, I mean, that stuff. is sort of the profile, right? Kind of narcissistic. Yeah. People don't know tend what's to be, beyond them. Yeah, like young white guys. Yeah, does that make you feel sort of weird to be in that demo? No, it makes me feel great because I'm never going to do that You're stuff. You're super together. Yeah. yeah. Well, you I mean, seem... I wouldn't say super, but I, I know I'm not going to do that. I'm Good. not going to print out an all Jane No Dick thing with all this extra stuff. <laughs> Man. Like, all, what, what did it say? That's it was, what was crazy about it is like he created this alternative poster for this event and it was immaculately, beautifully yeah. graphic designed and so much so that people did not understand his protest because it looked legit. It did. And it looked satirical like it was within the festival. Mm-hmm. So the, all it seemed like they're like, ah, oh, they're just trying to get attention and, yeah. and it gave them attention. So it was like right. actually the best case scenario it, for the festival. It seemed like some guerrilla marketing or something. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people said that, but I honestly can a hundred percent attest to the fact that it was not guerrilla marketing because the organizer yeah. of the festivals like got a bunch of people together, like had a war room and they invited me and like some other producers from LA that Whoa. do comedy festivals and were like, what do we do about this? And ultimately they kind of decided like, nah, just let it go. And then Amy did that sweet interview. And it was fine. And it yeah. was just like, let's just show up before the shows to make sure everybody's safe. Right. Because, like, I mean, this was guy doesn't Was he actually there? Even... He was, he was no, outside. he didn't show up. He never did show up. He didn't show up. Mm. But, like, that's another thing. This guy doesn't even think for a second that we would be scared for our lives, which, of course, we were. Yeah. A man is like, you you ladies can't have a fe- have something to yourselves. 
well, well, then we think of being murdered by a young white man because yeah. that's how many things play out now. I'm, and he he couldn't even wrap his mind about around that. So that's funny to me. Well, I've I'm like not, if you're walking down an alley, you're like a young strapping white guy. If you're walking down an alley, you know, you in the middle of the night with a girl walking toward you, you know, to not be threatening because you understand that rape culture is real. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Smile. Maybe say hello. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hopefully, yeah, I don't look too threatening most of the time. I don't think, but yeah, you're aware of that. I've been, I've been told that I've been part of conversations like that. You just understand. Yeah. It's not like I need to put on like a super happy face. Yeah. And hello there. Yeah. And, and uh, just a hello is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I've talked about this before, but that somehow randomly, a Facebook channel got like recommended to me that was this guy that it took me down this wormhole of like YouTube and you realize all these little like cultures exist. I'm sure it happens on Reddit all the time and all kinds of places out there, but it's like, it's so, it's all like dark and deep and in the shadows of like the internet where you can just say whatever you want and these opinions start forming with people. And I think they just go unchecked because they're in this little echo chamber and they don't necessarily have to even interact with anyone that disagrees at any level. And they can just dive in their room and type away on their Uh, laptop. And you should just see, like, I mean, you wouldn't want to. It's terrible, but I don't. I am, I'm actually kind of shitty at the internet. I'm actually, if I was a guy, I probably would be one of those guys. It's like, I don't know what's going on. Is it okay for me to do whatever I want? Yeah. Uh, because I don't get into, I don't read comments really at all. Which is Um, great. It's it's smart. It's it's my own superpower. Um, (laughs) if it's my own writing, um, and I notice that there are a bunch of comments. I usually have um, a a friend or a dear or like a lover read them for me and give me the good ones. Yeah, that's great. You don't need anything else, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like it's am terrible. I living, is, am I living a lie? It's uh, it's it's a tiny white it's lie. It's a choice. Yeah, it's a I choice. Mean, yeah, it's and like that's Santa. A, that's exactly like let's just believe in Santa. Why not? Yeah, you don't need to be like okay. We need to lay this all out let's there. Let's figure out the history of Santa. No, let's just enjoy. <laughs> no, no, talk. You know, you don't need to think too much about who's making the toys and how the world really works. And it's just you. Or your mom is like working extra shifts down at the mill. Right. And they're all the, the other parents are arguing how much money. Yeah, do we have. yeah. Just don't. You just turn off the light. You just no. I you want let a PlayStation. Those sugar plums dance in your head, yeah. kiddo. I want Crash Bandicoot. Make make it happen. Oh, is Crash Bandicoot for PlayStation? Uh, I, I think don't it think was. So. Oh, wasn't it? I don't know. I always wanted a like a console every year, and I never got one. Good for good for your parents because it's true. yeah, I always I got them. I just got video. Get, my parents were lavish at Christmas. Lavish. I always had because they were get, getting divorced, so there was like a, a lot of like. Were they, jockeying for yeah but it's also like divorced kids have got to have some sort of handheld screen device Mm. because we're always being ferried across town or whatever or like at the mcdonald's or whatever sad divorced dad thing we're doing Mm. so you got to have a game gear in your hands to just sonic around gear yeah i had a game gear now it's totally different. You just fire up your iPhone yeah. and you can do, I guess you could still have the cool Nintendo you know, ones, but yeah, my, my boy, Anthony Lopez sure loves his Nintendo 3d mm. thing, right? Yeah. Game boy 3d. I've heard a lot of good things. Never had one. Mom and jumps dad. right off the screen. <laughs> do you happen to remember these little games where it's like the lights were set up? So you only had like five different options. You know what I mean? Like it's like a, one's a kick. One's maybe a jump. You know, it's like, 
it, it makes it look like you have this animated thing, but really it's just like five light combinations showing what your character is no. doing. Uh, uh-uh. I remember people used to play those on the bus. and you, Like a lo-fi video game. Super low. Yeah. Like, yeah, all you could do I is... Do, I do know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. I, it's like a... Like, almost like a picture... Yeah. Layers of pictures. Yes. That light like, up. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like if you had one of those flip books right. where you drew. Like, that's what it looks <laughs> like. Like an electronic... Flip books, yeah, yeah. Only they're but you're kind of in control of which yeah. thing is illuminating. Because it would be like a guy is on the right. There's a name for that. <laughs> Those were big. We, I yeah. loved them, and they were hard. I always felt like it's hard to keep up, and all of a sudden, bam, bam, you're getting hit, and things are just like lighting up, and you're dead. I don't know. That's a that's i I've never been very good at video games in general. I'm so. not good at video games either. I, I have. I'm not terribly coordinated. I think that's part of it, and I don't have the. Well, and I say that, and I just got a tablet from Verizon for no reason. They just give you tablets and shit now. Were you I, just talking at the show about how you got a free phone? Or no, Alex yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alex had his free phone deal. Uh, but Verizon's I went to go get a, a new phone. I I needed a new phone. And they're like, hey, we're going to give you a tablet. We're going to lower your bill. And we're just going to really – it charges $7 a month to lower your bill, $25 a month. And you're like, yeah, I don't know, man. Sure, whatever. So I get okay. this tablet, and I'm playing these stupid games on it. I'm kind of addicted. So that nice. was Christmas. So it's been all of January that I spent quite just, a lot of time. Just high scores. Just mashing my fingers against this dumb thing. I don't know. What, what do you got going? Any, any There's a tips? clan. It's like, it's like, you know, you build this little army and you invade these goblin mm. villages and it's all just like waiting. It's all just like managing time. Like mm. those like farm, it's like grow vegetables and it's like managing time and like your feet. Right. And then the other one I like, which is like utility of motion. It's this lady she's making. It's a diner. It's like a food truck. Uh-huh. And she, and she's like, okay, you're like, cook the egg and then like, <laughs> so it's just like moving your fingers, yeah. utility of motion. Funny. Just like a little brain. Yeah. It just turn off my brain. It, it sort of reminds me of, did you ever play the old, like, um, uh, lemonade stand game? I'm sure it's exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. Give the this people lemonade and make, yeah, make like, the lemonade. And... Yeah. It's like you have a certain amount of money. It's like, all right, you got to buy the lemons. Yeah. yeah. How many are you going to make that like go bad if you oh, have too many? That sounds like stuff. it was trying to teach children business. That, yeah, it did. It did. We, our profits went through the roof after that. You killed that lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Stand. We were making two bucks after that. Yeah. It's great. Good those, for you. uh, my sisters used to do those a lot. Uh huh. I never really got too into it, but yeah. Anyway, they, they were, they were the ones making all the money, I guess. Women, female owned businesses. It now that, that was 20 years ago. Now they've expanded yeah. uh, across the market. Yeah. It's nuts, but yeah. Um, I did want to mention because it hasn't, I haven't been done one of these in a little while. Uh, I don't know how you care, how much you care about this kind of stuff. Seahawks made a huge improbable comeback last weekend. I, I know I like the Seahawks a lot and I don't really, all all sports I enjoy as like boy bands, like exactly the same way. I like Marshawn Lynch. I like, (laughs) um, best. Who is the one they called him a thug with braids? Uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Yeah. What a delight. You know, yeah. Marshawn Lynch is the very best one. He's <laughs> the best sports athlete because he's not in it for the fame. No, I don't think so. At all. He doesn't want it. Yeah. He's a fucking rock star, dude. He's like Kanye, but like if Kanye had no ego at all. He, I don't think he does. I don't think I don't he does think either. He does. He's like, he was born to be a quarterback, just like some people are, you know, born to be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, lemonade stand owner. Yeah, lemonade stand owner. Yeah. Have you you've seen, I'm sure you've heard about this with so the interviews, how he just answers in one word. Yeah. It's 
interesting. Yeah. I, I, w- I kind of wish I could just take him off to the side and ask him what's up. You know, you like, can't. He doesn't want to talk to you. He'll never want to talk to me. He'll never talk to you, dude. I think it's kind of comforting, right? It's a it's total mystery. It is. What are you, what is up with the nut grab thing, though? You know, I don't, I, you know, I never loved it with Michael Jackson. I don't, I don't like really it with, love it with him. I don't like any kind of like masculinity thing with any sports person, but do you think that he's just saying like, He's to the de- defense, like, like a, suck my dick. Like, he, is that what he's doing? I bet it's involuntary. I bet he doesn't. I bet he's one of those guys who doesn't have a Facebook page and like doesn't even know. <laughs> he's got to it, act just, out. He's just beast mode. Like he just grabs himself because like the he let the like uh whatever Annie Moss out of the cage and he's not a human for like a right, second. Exactly. He wasn't. He wasn't a human. Just beast mode. He's an absolute beast. And he's I, good at good at football, real good at it. He is. He's a scary. Because he ran a really long distance. He did. He's how uh, how far? The whole length of the field. Um. Well, there's kind of a famous run that the one that like set these records because it's made it look like an earthquake on the Richter scale in Seattle is sort of what? a famous beast mode run. They called the beast mode run. Okay. Yeah, it registered on the Richter scale as an earthquake because the field was going so crazy. It's like it was like a two. What? Yeah, yeah. And when that, he did it? When he ran, the the crowd went so nuts oh, that it went and like and like all the people watching at yeah. home like lost their minds. Yeah, like that and stadium like shook the ground. Well, you know what? There's something to that, you know. Not a lot of people can do that to a crowd, right? I want. Oh man, that's a comedy credit I want so hard. <laughs> Call me the earthquake. I've been on stage a few times for various things. Never caused anything like that not a, maybe a not couple like uncomfortable shuffles Lynch. in their seats that's about it <laughs> yeah so he, he he hasn't had a huge long one like that but he did that was like that was like two years ago i think but he's still really good he's like this scary guy where if you like if he was running at you i yeah. can't think of hardly anyone that i would rather not see yeah you know it's just like he's gonna run you over yeah so i'm excited for the Whole Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl. When's that going to happen? Sunday. And where does it happen? This Sunday? It's this Sunday. Oh yeah, my God. A week from today. Yeah. Very exciting. Trying where to repeat. Where am I going to be? They're going to, they're playing in Arizona. And it's weird because all the stuff's happened with the Patriots. I don't know if you heard about this at all. They, they think uh-uh. they were deflating football. Oh, I heard about that. I did hear about that. I don't know what to think. I just, uh. Why would it come up now? Is what I would say. I don't know. Well, don't know. because of sensationalism. Is the answer. Yeah. And, and maybe just... it did happen, but somebody definitely sat on it for a couple of months. You know what I mean? Well, sat on it like a deflated football. <laughs> well, because they, I'm sure they've been doing this all year if they did it for that game. Yeah. So it, it's weird that it came out. And it's just, it's just, I've gone seriously back and forth about it. Am I supposed to care about this? Do I care? Is it nothing? Is it something? Well, I, wouldn't a deflated football benefit the other team as well? Did they switch them out? Is that the idea? I, no, I don't know. All I know is that when they tested the balls provided from the other side, that like none of them were underinflated, but I almost see. all the balls from the Patriots side. You know what? This sounds like some lazy ball inflator. <laughs> yeah. Who Oops, just good. works. Yeah. He's in DC, <laughs> right? That's where Patriots from. Uh, I'm Boston area. I Boston. Think. I mean, it's New England. He lives in some New England. He's like, ah, I got, I don't want to inflate <laughs> the footballs today. I'm just going to get hammered. And then he just, you know, fucks I'm off. Going to the bar. Yeah. I'm the going be- to the bar. Uh, the, the balls are all. <laughs> what about the balls? Paulie. What Paulie, about the what balls? The, ball, the balls are all good. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Go pats. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he, yeah, he gets his season tickets for doing this one job and he just didn't do it. Yeah. Because. Right. Because there are more sophisticated ways of cheating, probably, 
like steroids. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the big scandal that's going to come out in the next whatever five years. They're like all on steroids. I think. Yeah, I They're, think you're right. They are massively huge people that yeah. don't look natural. Yeah. And I don't think they have the same kind of testing that they do in like major league baseball now that they had well, all these problems. They got it's got to be secret. Yeah, I remember it was funny that it came out in baseball first because like baseball is such a finesse sport you know like hitting a home run to me is more about like just being really focused and not the not enormous arms like sammy sosa a coach sammy sosa wasn't an enormous person no i mean he he probably roided up for a little while got a little you think so uh, maybe i know barry bonds i'm only and i think barry bonds barry bonds and mark mcgrath (laughs) mark mcgrath did too he had to have been on roids start mark mcgrath every morning every morning uh mark mcguire Mark right. McGuire. Yeah. Man, I love Sugar Ray. You did? That first CD was so great. For, I, I'm saying 1459. I'll, I'll say it. I don't remember what it was called. That's what it was called. Was so, it? Yeah. Well, I don't like, know if it was... Your 15 minutes are almost up. Ah, oh, maybe Sugar Ray, the first one, was self-titled. Well, they had like a pretty hard kind of like punk, really hard, kind of hard album, didn't they? Rock. Yeah, they did rock music. Rock, just I remember rock. from MTV back okay. in that day. Are you, are you like 25 years old? I'm 29. Uh-huh. I'm 30 years old. Okay. So we probably had a similar... They, yeah, we loved, I loved that. They had this one song that makes it sound like he's using the electric guitar to sound like a car driving and it's bad. Oh, it was called drive. I think or it might like have cars been. Cars or something. Yeah. I remember it having a car. And I or remember like they did RPM this really stupid dance in the video. Did they? <laughs> yeah, it was like monkey walking. I don't so doubt stupid. that at all. Did you, have you ever seen the little joke about like someone's just had a, kind of broke down the lyrics of the whole, is it every morning? Yeah. The four post bed song. Or yeah. Whatever. Well, like, if you look at those lyrics, he's talking about cheating on his girlfriend yeah. and then how horrible she is. And it makes it sound like he's like this victim and that he's, he's like the moral high ground. But really, morning. all it is is about cheating on his girlfriend. It's <laughs> like, well, OK. Um, I forget who that guy was. But anyway, excited about the game. Kind of disappointed about the deflate gate thing. It's, how it's, dis- in what thing, way it's, disappointed? It's just, um, I don't know. It's just a weird So you're into the of, Seahawks, I'm guessing. I am into the Seahawks. So if the Seahawks win, do you feel like it's going to be like a, 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 a not fair victory? Uh, it just is a weird sort of asterisk next to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just positive or negative. It's sort of like, oh, there was this weird thing that happened. And I, I guess it affects... Hopefully some- it's just hype and they'll, and they'll knock it out before yeah. the actual... Event. I mean, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, but it's a little weird. I would, I would just more like, like to know for sure if it really is something that Tom Brady was like, Hey, go deflate this football. It's too big. Tom Brady ain't got nothing to do with it for sure. Nothing He's the QB, right? Mm-hmm. QB, you like that sports lingo? <laughs> you got it. What kind of, uh, like Super Bowl plans are you going to do? You're going to have a party, like a lot of dips. Oh, the dips are great <laughs> on Super Bowl. The food uh, is awesome. Yeah, the food is awesome. Wings. Mm. Yeah, maybe like some seven pigs layer in a blanket. dip. Oh my like God. chili, chili dip. I, I just might... like cheese in a crock pot. So great. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a crock pot. Oh, good for you. It's like it's almost fully unwrapped. There's still a couple things. You make in the a pot. roux. It's butter uh-huh. and flour, and then a bunch of cheese and milk, uh-huh. and we'll make a cream dip and chili. Mm. Are your friends? That could be, so be my first thing. That'll make your apartment smell good too. Because it smells funky right now. <laughs> I'm embarrassed because, uh, you know, okay. you hang out in here for a few hours and you get used to it. Yeah. You go out and leave, come back. <laughs> There's a funk into this. That, uh, I don't think it's natural. Well, you know, it's a small, it's not, you know, I don't know. 
my place smells real weird. And let me tell you why. I got carpet and it's bit, it's an old building and it just smells shitty. I've gone through three roommates. It's not either of them. Each of them has their own. Isn't that funny mm-hmm. how everybody has their own aura of smell? Yeah, definitely. My new roommate is probably the best. He's the most neutral smelling person. That's a huge compliment. Right? I should tell him that when <sighs> I get home. He would feel great if he heard that. Jeremy, I just want you to know you're, you have basically a deficit of smell. Good job. He's like, uh oh. You're basically cedar <laughs> chips. Stop it. <laughs> Go on. Ah. Uh. Yeah. That, well, see, I think that there's nothing worse than walking into someone's place and really having almost any smell. Because if it smells like bleach, then it's like, oh, what the hell happened? The worst is like when you're, when you're coming over for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it smells really bad. I went over to my friend's <laughs> house. She made, so much food for me and it was all really awful and it like no made way. my stomach hurt oh no was it uh was it like foreign cuisine was she trying some new no, stuff or? it was like slightly gluten-free but it was like I, i'm kind of a, a cook you know and so you can tell when just like oh you just gotta cook the onions a little bit longer when mm. garlic and onions is kind of raw in italian food or whatever that'll hurt your tummy because it's so aggressive i have a problem with that because I either usually leave it a little too raw or I end up burning the onions and garlic. down. Okay. All right. Or do you have, is your cookware okay? I don't know. Do I need an audit? If, I mean, if it was really, really cheap, if it was like a, tw- like a 10 piece skillet set for $20, then yeah, it's too, it does not good cookware. It wasn't 20 bucks, but they're like, they're kind of like the cheap Cuisinart ones. Yeah. You know, it was probably 80 bucks for a big set. I tell most, most, boys and i hate to gender this experience but so that's what that's how i just can't they I don't prey have time. on us guys i know they so go. you go to ikea okay. you get a skillet or whatever you need a small skillet for omelets or you need an eight inch skillet and you buy the one in between right mm-hmm. so there's like the cheap one and then there's like the 50 dollar one and you buy the 30 dollar one and it's like yeah. oh 30 dollars but you know what it's it's gonna be the only then you use and it'll be fine. Just a cast iron? Are you talking no, about? No, you don't need cast iron. I mean, you okay. can use cast iron, but I would just buy a nonstick aluminum or stainless steel. But is steel. that going to look right in my Instagram pics? <laughs> what do you Think mean? about that. Well, how are ca- you, why are you going to Instagram with the, your skillet? The cast iron is really going to add a, a flair to that. Oh, I see. When you serve your like strata in a cast iron skillet with like a gingham napkin wrapped around the handle so you don't burn your hand. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'll look kind of what it, kind of old, I'll have a little mustache Maybe and, a, and a, just a Pinterest. Uh, yeah, phenom. like out of a Wes Anderson movie or something <laughs> with my skill. Uh, I think maybe that's a genre clash, but maybe mm, not. Okay, maybe I'm twi- I'm bending it too much. I, I do have the cast the iron. The problem is, is that I used it like three or four days ago and I haven't cleaned it out yet. Just water. Which I don't think that's what you're supposed to do with cast well, iron. You're don't supposed let to get it, that shit clean. Don't let that's, it sit in water. Yeah, I didn't do that. Okay, because it'll rust it out, right? Uh, sort of. There it's basically just... like, okay, so like the, the surface of your cast iron skillet. This is a really good podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, st- I'm on the Riveted. edge of my seat. Girl stuff with three. <laughs> uh, the cast iron skillet is like, it, it's going to flavor everything you cook. So if it's a bunch mm. of dirty sink water that like mm. seeps into your seasoning, that's going to ch- make the flavor shitty. Mm. So <laughs> you just got to mm. rub it with a, like a paper towel, like a damp paper towel or cloth. All right. That's all you do. Hey, so you guys have no excuse for your shitty cast iron Yeah. Skillet. And don't be getting out your uh, your soap and dish, you know, no, and no scrubbing soap. that thing away. No don't do that. 
because then you. I think there is soap that you can order or whatever if it gets really out of out of control. My problem. You do a fish fry on that thing, and then every tastes like fish. Right. Got to get the cast iron skillet Mm. soap. I will get off the topic of cast iron really quick, but I do want to say that my problem is that I don't cook here nearly enough. Uh I think that the crock pot is going to help with that. But it's so few and far between that I slowly add dishes and things that it don't. It doesn't seem like I need to go tackle those dishes every night, which I should. But there's like two things in there. But then it piles up, and now I got like this nasty sink. That oh, I'm like, when was the last time I guess what? I bet I know what the smell in your apartment is. <laughs> <laughs> there, they, oh, well, maybe. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. See, it always sneaks up on me. Like, no, those things are. There's like nothing in there. And then I go look. I'm like, actually, yeah. This they've collected quite you a bit. Got a, now. You got a dishwasher? No. No. I've been living here for like three years now, close to, I think, Mm -hmm. and no dishwasher and washer and dryer are two flights down in the basement. You know. Kind of a pain. Yeah. You're okay. (laughs) Just wash the dishes. God damn it. I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah. Would you, a lot of people don't seem like, especially if you haven't had one for a long time, they don't even use dishwasher anyway. I wash the dishes while I'm cooking. I wash the prep dishes. Yeah. Why don't I do that? Well, you got to learn. And you also got to learn how to cook and wash dishes at the same time. It's hard. <laughs> do yeah. you do you enjoy like like food TV? Like do you ever yeah, watch a I do. little uh, what? I like uh, Alton Brown. Barefoot Contessa or something like that? I, I, like, uh, I like Jada, the one with the, you know. The mozzarella. <laughs> she gets into it. Uh, yeah. Is that the one that? She's the gorgeous one. She's very pretty. Like the gorgeous beacon of like. Like, why aren't you a breast model or something <laughs> instead of making model. us pasta? Because that's what we want, don't we? I shudder to think of what, like, mashups are out there of her. Seriously. Like, let's not even think about it. Like, let's not go into the dark places on the internet. Let's just let Jada be what she needs to be, which is, like, a sun goddess who, like, tells us how to make pesto. What's more delightful than that? Well, I'm not going to ask you, Danny. <laughs> But she, she, I just always get a kick out of the fact that she'll, she's, she's obviously Italian, but she'll, you know, she's like, um, she's like, well, we're going to add the broccoli and, uh, well, on top of that, we're going to add a sprinkle of mozzarella. You know, it's all of a sudden that's super pronounced. Her father is a film director. I, maybe I And her that. mother is an actress, which is why she's a Very glorious, animated. glowing human. She's really pretty. What she's happened? So Did pretty. something happen with her? She, she canceled her show or started a new network or? She's doing, oh, she's making moves, I think. Good for her. Yeah. I'd buy, yeah, if she makes a skillet, I'd buy her skillet. <laughs> she sounds... probably does have her own line of yeah, skillet. Yeah, I'm sure she has. See, so talking about preying on the, the white guys out there. Yeah. She could totally market a right. line of skillets. Bachelor dude cookware. <sighs> Maybe like, like diamond cut into the bottoms, like, like her logo or something. Sure. With like full profile and all. Her rockin' boobs at the bottom of your skillet. And that would be what's on your omelet every morning. (laughs) Yeah, that you could use that for size. One egg. I don't like this. I changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I reserve the right to (laughs) that's like a one complete breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um had a little bit of a disaster yesterday. Oh my god. Um I did. First of all, I hate being a hypocrite, but I was a huge hypocrite recently because I, I don't know about you, but I sort of like to make fun of those people. They seem kind of, I, I, I love some of you guys out there, but I'm going to admit it. Uh, some of the, some of the people that seem to be great and crazy into photography, 
like all of a sudden it just like they've they've got some super fancy camera and all of a sudden they're stopping and pick, taking pictures of everything and i see that it seems like i see this all over i see people they stop in front of my house and they take a picture of like a a, a braid a blade of grass you know and they're like sitting there just so into this and i'm always like oh man you know like just just do your thing and i don't know it always has sort of annoyed me in some weird way that was totally irrational then I just decided to buy a camera and now I'm loving it, <laughs> which is so lame. Then I'm like, Oh, ooh, look at that blade of grass. There's a little water droplet on there. And oh my God. Mm. But I took, I took her out for a stroll yesterday and I lost my lens cap. <sighs> First trip out and I lost a piece of the, um, the kit. Oh, sorry. A, and I mean, this is a used camera where that survived for, um, I actually looked up how many pictures this camera has because it's just, you just, you look up like little stats of it. She said, the, but the person I bought it from took 70,000 pictures on this camera and I had it for six minutes and lost a part of it. So I'm feeling like a bad... Did you um, retrace your steps? I did. You did. See, I'm really close to Forest Park here. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of walked into the super quick little way to get into Forest Park. Had right to... up here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I pointed listeners at home. Yeah. <laughs> to due west. Due west. Maca- MacGyver. Towards or, the hill. What is it called? Macaulay... Yes. Macaulay uh, Lower Park. I think it's, it might be like McKay or... McKay. McKay? Wow. That might be the slang for it. Hello. Um, I and, see what kind of walk you are doing. <laughs> what kind of photography? <laughs> Hold still, sir. Uh, sir, you dropped your lens cap. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Pick um, it up. <laughs> somebody either... Either it got like flung off the trail. Sure. I don't know what I was getting to with Woodland it. Woodland creatures my... wearing it as a top hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Bure. Get on the old internet and find another cap. Well, I actually there's a photo supply place right on the street. I yeah, it's right down the street. Uh, I'm I'm not. You're just mad at cost. yourself because you lost the thing. Yeah, it just uh, you know. I have a similar story. I bought a uh, a vaporizer. Did for you? drugs. Oh my, and, my dad sells pot, by the way. Oh, okay. Opened well. a legal store in Washington. Oh. Anyway, continue. Is it Uncle Ike's? Mm-mm. That's that's my favorite. Oh, oh I'm so, I hate that. We don't story. speak of him so in my expensive. household. <laughs> He's like creepy uncle yeah. to us. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, I will go, I will patronize your dad's pot store for sure. <laughs> it takes a few hours from here to get there. Is so. it in Seattle? It's in Ellensburg, Washington. Is that below mm. Seattle or above Seattle? It's neither. It is east of Seattle. <laughs> well, if but I'm ever, I'm ever there, I will go there. If you're ever like on called? the way to the gorge, you ever been to the gorge out yeah, there? Yeah. No, um, not out there. No. The amphitheater. Is there another gorge? No, no, no. No, yeah, there. it's called the Gorge Amphitheater. Okay, um, okay. It's pretty good. It's a cool outdoor spot out there. Kind of okay. something to. And he grows check outdoors. Out. No, he doesn't grow. He just sells. He, buys, okay. he just has the storefront. Awesome. Very interesting. He's if I ever drop out of society, can I go work there and and just like Hell live yeah. in the woods? That yeah. sounds real good you have to know your indicas from your sativas do i ever actually my dad does now which is strange (laughs) (laughs) schooling me anyway um so i bought a a very expensive vape that i had been saving for and i really wanted the packs by plume i don't know if that you know what that is shout out it looks like an iphone it's just like a really fancy little guy and the the first day and it's 250 bucks it's like not nothing the first day i got it i lost the the um it's basically the the lens cap, the cap that that holds the product in. Mm. And oh, uh, but that's how that's and, probably needed. And I, where I lost it was the parking lot. And then I like replayed it in my mind, and I realized I like knocked it, I like dropped it, and that's where it was lost. Mm. And it was in the parking lot of the gym that I go to. 
but I couldn't find it because the parking lot was full of cars. So I had to go back. It was the saddest like stoner girl thing I've ever done. I had to go <laughs> so back after around. the gym was closed. First of all, why am I getting high before I go to the gym? Because working out is boring. That's why. It is boring. So I go back to the gym. I turn the light on my phone on and I found it. Mm. Sony had run over it, but I, it's still oh, working no. okay. But I, I'm going to have to invest in another cap. They sell them because anything that a stoner can lose, they will. And that's yes. really smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad that it got ran over. Yeah, it was sad, but it was like a very important lesson in yeah. buying something expensive and taking care of it. It's a, there you, are big lessons. To I feel learn. like every fucking day of my life is like a Bernstein Bears book about just like get it together, lessons. pre-prew it. Do you have to eat right? You have to go to you know you like have to file your taxes and go to the dentist. Oh, uh, that's we're at that age where yeah. there's there's no one helping you out, but yet you're fully expected to right. take care of all that. I stuff. fell down the stairs today. No one had my back. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I, I was. How's I, the tailbone? It hurts. It really hurts a lot. I'm mad. I'm mad and laughing about it because I'm so stupid. Uh, my boyfriend watched me do it and, uh, he's like, Oh no. And I was like, No, it's fine. Uh, it's, <laughs> I had to, I had to play it off to be cool. You duck away for a second and have a quick cry. cry. <laughs> oh, good. I'm trying to think of the last time. Bruised tailbone. Anything like Ugh. a. Any to bruise, a bone bruise yeah. just sounds bad. Doesn't sound fun at all. It's bad. Driving is bad. It's going to be bad. <laughs> I'm going to drive to San Francisco in a couple of weeks. Are you doing sketch fest? Yeah. Me and nice. Alex are and driving down together with our friend Scoot Herring. Nice. Uh, and we're doing some shows. Awesome. I know Janet Varney a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't know me all JV that well. Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually going down for... A comedy hack day. What oh, weekend are you guys going? The fifth through seventh. Oh, I'll be there. Comedy hack day is that uh, app? Yeah, I don't know a ton about it. What part are you going to do? Are you a software designer person? No, believe it or not, they allowed me to come be As a, a comic? writer. Comic. Well, they don't. It's not like the. It's not like they're like up. Uh, how many mics have you done? It's like a conceptual. Yeah, it's, yeah, comedy writing thing. I don't know what the credentials really needed to be. In fact, I was not expecting that they would even answer me back. But I just put in that I do this podcast, and I don't that's know. rad. And then well, yeah, you're yes. you're a comedian, you're a podcaster. This is your medium. I have a friend who does the computer part. Nice. Yeah, I think this would be really fun. The problem is I don't really have a good idea yet. And you're I feel gonna, like I'm you're gonna, gonna have to something great. Just think of something super relevant. I think that's yeah. what every com- competition needs is like a time sensitive piece because that's what right. the people want. Uh, okay, I like that. Kim Kardashian, that. she's hot right now. She's so hot. <laughs> who was it? Somebody went and recreated those that photo shoot, and it was, oh yeah, I think was it was it a just a, just a white guy. Yeah, but it was hilarious. Well, that was a cover. Her photo shoot was a cover. Yeah, that was quite a picture. Was that real? Was that was yeah? That really, what, what yeah. that looks like the champagne. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wonder how they got that to look like that. You go, you hit the side of the champagne bottle, and it bubbles up. But I mean, maybe I'm just sounding dumb here. Like how yeah. you. It, you've got this stream that's going perfectly over her head and on yeah. to, into this glass. Is it just some computer designer guy that Probably, makes it look like that? Probably, but I bet the original one was real. Yeah. Yeah, but I bet this one was fake. They're just like, what can we do with this ass? They're like, oh, I can balance things on it. Like, they were okay. like, what can we do with this ass? Well, this black lady had a great ass and they did this. Well, let's just do that. Uh-huh. Is that, is it a copy? Yes. Oh. 
I don't even oh, know. Oh, you didn't. Okay. So no. yes, this was a total cover of oh. a different photo spread. Oh. Um, I don't know the, say, I thought you just meant it was cover. It was on the cover. No, no. Uh, it was on the cover of paper magazine, but paper was taking it from a photo spread. I think it was like, you know, not a wholesome publication to begin with. Cause it was, it was pretty naked, but it was also like a black lady was naked and at when it was take it was like the 70s so black ladies um sadly are like not their bodies are not as sacred in the 70s as as mm-hmm. white women you know or white men for that matter so um oh politics gross uh, uh, seahawks Marshawn uh, Lynch. 25 past the hour so uh, we're gonna be coming right back yeah sorry no i'm just kidding that's fine this is uh yeah i like i like political stuff i the thing that sucks i mean don't feel you don't feel bad for me yeah but I used to be so opinionated on things, uh-huh. and then the more longer I've lived here, and the more sort of experience I've had, I've totally just backed off. And so now I almost I don't even like to sort of jump in anything. I feel like I don't know enough, which maybe that's hey, good. I that's the healthiest thing ever to be like I don't know enough. What's unhealthy is like I don't know enough, and I'll never know enough, so I'm not going to engage in anything. But I mean, I yeah, avoid that. it's yeah. not good when it's like defeatist because, you know, I want you to read stuff, Danny, like <laughs> get opinions again. <laughs> I'll try. I don't like reading stuff either. Sometimes people post an article on Facebook and I was like, all right, I'll skim this. I'm a bad skimmer right now. There's this article that's on Gizmodo about the racist history of Oregon. I did. Well, I saw something that um a friend posted that sounded exactly like that. Yeah. I did read that. It was like, it's long. There was a lot of it. Do you okay. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. How long are you talking? It was like, I mean, it would have taken me like 10 minutes to read all the okay. way through. <laughs> That's, wow. I don't even think in those terms. That's a big chunk of my work day. Two minutes is max. <laughs> do you ever, exactly. do you, you, you ever get Medium? The, mag- no. the online magazine Medium? No, I'm shitty at the internet. I don't know what I should be looking at. I look Me- at Jezebel because I'm a hack feminist, but... Yeah, I, I make a round and always check what Jezebel's doing. So Jezebel, I always forget all the comedy ones, but like Split Cider and Split great. Uh, AV Club I look at usually. What's the really great com- uh, Mick? Uh, it's like Mike. A, uh, Mick, it's like, it's some, um, anyway, doesn't matter. It's like an Irish name, like Mick Sweeney's or Oh, Mick Sweeney's. Yeah, Sweeney's. Yeah, I always like that one. Ah. Uh, it's not really my favorite thing, but sometimes something will get at me and like mm-hmm. just tickle me. Like I remember there was a list about why the trash compactor in the first Star Wars movie was like technically impossible. <laughs> and I just <laughs> loved that someone made that. <laughs> what a nerd. Speaking of that, by the way, I just popped in my head. I saw that someone beat the record for Super Mario in like five minutes. And the way that they did it was even nerdier than you'd think. <laughs> they didn't just sprint through it and yeah. bam, they're just super fast. This guy somehow figured out how, and he's like, I can't even really explain this to you. And he was like, while he's playing, he's he's like an overdubbed voiceover explaining what he's doing. He's like, I can't fully explain it. But what I'm doing is, you know, like I need that mushroom to be there. And it fills this like variable in the code with that which then I got to put that there and and it's really hard to explain, but he's on this like level two doing all this weird shit. Right. And then all of a sudden it goes, you win. And it's like, he like, I don't even know what he did. He talks to like the back end. Yeah. Right. Okay. Huh? Well, that's fun. (laughs) That's what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I was really blown away because 
it's one thing. It, it's maybe nerdier to be the ones like I think there was a record before for Super Mario that was like twelve minutes or something. Sure. But it's someone just flying Sprinting through. through yeah. You sprint, and I mean that's still hugely impressive. Yeah. You know that you make zero mistakes that whole yeah. time. But this is another level where you're like zeros and ones, like getting it all, right. mapping the code out. You're like in the well, matrix. I mean, just like those Chico, like left, right, left, right, you know, yeah. punch or whatever. Like how, how, how did somebody figure that out? And like, how did that word get out? It's yeah, crazy. What, what? Yeah. Was that like some, someone that works for the company that put those out or is someone figuring that stuff out? I feel, I feel like it's probably both. Like, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, punch is like, hey, tell your friends. Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, punch. Backs of elevators, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like just like, you know, somebody gets an uh, envelope in the mail and it just says up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, punch. And the first person thought they were totally insane. They're like, what is They're like, yeah, I was playing, I went back, right, down, down, right, up, and all of a sudden a fireball shot fireball. out of his hand. Fireball. Like, oh, that's oh what God, it is. It's fireball. Wow. He's been vaping. Vaping. Uh, the, uh, I was playing this fun game, uh, with a bunch of comedies, uh, comedians in Seattle called Skyfall. And it's like a cheat code for Grand Theft Auto. Mm. The one in Los Angeles or the fake Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Los Santos. <laughs> Where you push, it's like one, two, one, two, left, right, left, right. One, two, one, two, left, right, left, right. And the guy, and suddenly your character is above the city of Los Angeles falling, like skydiving without a parachute. <laughs> and so our game was trying to get him into a pool. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's Los Angeles. So it, there's would a lot it work? Of pools. Oh, yeah. Whoa. So, and if he lands in a pool, he lives. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and like, it was like, and then one time somebody got him into a hot tub and everybody was like, holy shit. Oh, <laughs> Party. Of course, this is like, you know, 10 extremely drunk comedians yeah. that are such, such nerds, awesome dudes. That's a fun idea, though. Have That's you ever seen any stand up in Seattle? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know if I have. Well, next week on Earthquake Hurricane, there's going to be two dudes down from Seattle who are stupid funny. Nice. Who are they? David Zoe Leon and Tyler Schnapp, two residents of this house that I, sp- I spoke of. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's Earthquake Hurricane at Kickstand Comedy. What is that? Wednesdays? Wednesdays at 8.30. 8.30. Yeah. yeah, I just caught it last week. I love Kickstand. Yeah, me too. It's pretty exciting. It's, seems, it is exciting. Seems just fun let me ask uh, let me ask you about this show that i think i might do okay okay so i i've been thinking about it for a while so we call it church of um or or we call it church probably and it's like pick a cult figure and show a bunch of clips so like church of jeff goldblum was the Mm. first idea so it's like Mm. jeff goldblum you show him like the best scenes or like maybe you know 20 minutes of a movie where he's like a lot of jeff goldblum you know probably the fly or something Mm. and then you have like a jeff goldblum impression contests Mm. you know you do like um some like jeff goldblum fan art you know and then you just have like (laughs) two people like talking about you know and then like show more clips but i just think that would be so fun i think that is a really good idea so jeff goldblum jeff goldblum's a great one michael kane is someone who we come mm-hmm. like i'll just watch t- anything by michael kane like go through the catalog um we got to do philip seymour hoffman it's got to be someone who's got a lot of character work you know like sure. doesn't do like leading man stuff exclusively mm. can you think of anybody else who's like that well like a like is this it's not it's all comedy or dramatic stuff too it's comedy like or a, dramatic but it, i think it's important like nick cage would be a good one because he doesn't perfect. he's not yeah. like a he's a leading man a lot of the time but he's not like a straight leading man like even brad pitt i think would be kind of fun yeah but that's not something I'd want to lead with. Um, What's his name? Why am I blanking on him? Daniel Lewis. But Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. yeah, that that would be fun. He's gets in character. That's he for sure. Sure do. Yeah, 
You could do, I mean, you could do, you could do lots of people. That's fun. Like people get Maggie Smith would be kind of fun. I'm trying to think of women. If you just did Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that putting together a really fun, well done montage would be, and figuring out how oh, to play that would be exhausting. It would be, but that could really like, add a lot to it. Hella YouTube clips. Yeah. You know, and just got them all queued up. We got Wi-Fi down there. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Cause you don't want, you don't want to set yourself up for having this huge production value right. every time. It would be fun though if it was a well done kind of snappy. You got your laughs in there. You can know where the funny parts are. And stuff. I mean, just like Jeff Goldblum, it's like life finds a way, uh, you know, it's right. all the monologues, you yeah. know, uh, <laughs> That I can't do it, but Jeff Goldblum would be a great impression. Uh, like, uh, 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 is a lot of that. Uh, 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 what you're missing here is um, uh, well. <laughs> Moscow faster. <laughs> That's a great idea. Samuel L. Jackson, he'd be fun. Yes, yes. Lots of uh, motherfuckers. Morgan Freeman. Hmm. Bruce Willis. I like it. I like where you're going. Thanks. You could, uh, I mean, you could have fun with like, um, even like a Jennifer Aniston or like a, like a, uh, she's, she's been very complex characters, Brie. It's not all about flair and, and restaurants. Oh yeah. Forgot about that one. (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know. I just like, like I was thinking of Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, may he rest in peace. Uh, like that great scene in Big Lebowski when he first meets the dude. That's such mm. a good scene when he's mm. like, ha, 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 well, ha, ha. you know, he's like such a weird. You know what you could do too is Robin Williams. Sure. Or Philip Seymour Hoffman in Boogie Nights. Oh yeah. Uh, Boogie, Night, Boogie Nights is so good. It is good. I, um, I just bought myself, this is so dumb, this is a dumb waste of money, but I got myself a little like kind of knockoff glide cam you know what a glide cam is it's just this kind of like weighted little thing where you attach a camera on top and then you can get these like if you're walking around with sure yeah i know it's gonna be bouncing around it's weighted well so because kind of just i i it's a dumb purchase hopefully i use it what are you doing what are you doing with all this surveillance equipment it's not surveillance (laughs) technically it is after you kill a bunch of people and they go through the contents of your apartment they're gonna call it surveillance (laughs) oh my god oh my god that's not gonna happen how did Brie not alert the authorities <laughs> after she went over there? Yeah. Um, well, I'm taking a film class right now. Oh, so I'm kind of excited about you. getting into film. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I feel better about my photography because it's really for film. Yeah. Which oh, makes me good feel for you. Superior. You got a mission. Yeah. I actually have a tough little freaking assignment I have to do. What is it? So. Where are you taking these classes? Northwest Film Center downtown. Great. Yeah. I like that place so far. They seem yeah. awesome. I've only had one class there. But um, yeah, you get to do some cool kind of uh, projects. You also get access to all of the movies they put out, which is going to be the Portland International uh, Film Festival. Oh, great. So I get to check out a lot of those. But um, So the first one is taking a subject. like a, It can be really abstract, like wind or light, yeah. and do a one to three minute montage where you're not directing anything. You're just observing and then trying to paint some some picture or tell a story and then also kind of work on some cinematic techniques and angles and whatever. No voiceover. Mm, I'm not sure about if you can do voiceover or not. Well, there you go. Super easy as I with voiceover. Yeah. In a world. Just be like a blade of grass, a blade, a simple <laughs> act <laughs> of grass. Yeah. I'm super high. What does it mean? 
Um, How do we create meaning? Th- I was all okay. excited about it, and then I sort of really honestly started to think about what I could do, and I was like, oh, this all so seems wind? like it sucks. I mean, like, you know, I think of, of things that actually matter to me, you know? Mm. I, I, I really wanted to be a filmmaker. That was my, fir- my first thing I wanted to do. What happened? Um, I got kind of pulled into theater, mm-hmm. and I just kind of realized that, like... I studied film in college, but I studied like film theory, you know, and I just kind of realized that I like to be there on the day. You know Mm. what I mean? I like to be the, uh, I I like live performance because it's live, but I don't know. I'm trying to write now, so I don't know, but. So you do like both. You like kind of like all aspects, but performing is your number one. Performing is the thing I can do that other people can't. So it seems like more of a commodity. Sure. Um, yeah. What's a bad performing? There are a lot of bad, there, you know, people say to me all the time, I could never do what you do. What you do is so difficult. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Or boys being like, uh, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say it, but I could on. do that. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to make films because I loved films so much and I think they can be so powerful and mm-hmm. really meaningful to people. And what's like you your know. favorite movie? Whew. Huh. Boy. Too late. Moments past. Annie Hall is usually what I say. You know, it's super embarrassing. I haven't seen it. Hey, man, what a treat for you. You're going to watch it? Some, yeah, someone was just actually just yesterday came across on Netflix and I admitted that I hadn't seen it. And they're like, what? It's fine. You have, you have to. It's one of those, you know, when people are like, you haven't seen Casablanca and you're like, try to watch Casablanca and it's kind of boring. Yeah. Annie Hall is really watchable, I think. I yeah. watch it all the time. Uh, and it's like a lot of different types of filmmaking and it's not one clear narrative like their okay. fantasy elements um is that is that written by woody allen yeah and directed yeah and he's, his so uh, his whole deal is writing and directing there are yeah. a couple of movies that he's in that he didn't um direct but he, he writes and directs all the all of his movies yeah every it's, other year hmm. comes out with a movie yeah that's right I, I you know diane keaton i really trying to think i don't even know her that for much more than uh, uh father of the bride uh-huh and uh my family she's always... so sweet in annie hall yeah she sings she sings mm. like an angel it's so sweet it's a rom-com too i don't know if yeah. you like that genre of film but i kind of like it all I am. yeah i'm not gonna say no to that annie hall wayne's world is in my top five we i just did my top five the other day so i'm thinking about it uh nice. high fidelity is some mm-hmm. is a movie i really like Good. eight and a half i throw in as like my college my film school i don't remember that is an italian one okay it's for Federico fellini fellini is the guy when people are talking about Italian movies, they're usually talking about Fellini, and he's real surreal. Hmm. I need to even get up on my terms. Just use I the word describe Fellini. A movie You're going to surreal. film school. Just be like, I don't know. I just think it's it's just like homage to Fellini and like it's all like, the neorealists and. Okay. You know, like what Fellini? You know, he's kind of channeling Fellini. <laughs> channeling there. Fellini. Yeah? yeah. Channeling Fellini. That's a great punk band. Yeah. Channeling Fellini. Um, I, I thought of a good um, metal band name. What? Horse Autopsy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's kind of dark. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. I'm trying to channel the Alfred Hitchcock side of things because oh, for some reason tension. I have a real love there. And do you like David Lynch? Yeah, I'm. I haven't seen a ton of it. I've just started Twin Peaks. Okay. Yeah. I, to me, David Lynch is a horror film maker who never really made horror films. Okay. But like, there's so much tension. I get really uncomfortable. I do not enjoy that experience. But um, you know, 
See, I love that stuff. I hate it. I hate it so much. But I like Hitchcock. Like, I love Vertigo. Yeah. But, you know, I like his movies that aren't, that are thrillers, but not really, like, horror. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see Rear Window? Yeah. That's one of those that I love. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, thriller. Uh, North by Northwest is Mm -hmm. definitely thriller. That's almost an action movie. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I really kind of want to get into seeing more movies. I haven't watched as many as I'd like, Me and I have either, a ton yeah. that I want to see right now. But it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people making those kind of really just high tension suspense type movies where there's not just a lot of blood and guts and sort of action and yeah. I don't know. Even I like feel like it's TV now. Yeah, TV is so good. TV is so good. It's I mean, it's great. Good. It's great. I'm glad. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen Black Mirror? No, everyone's telling uh, me to watch it. It's, that's a really tense. Is it kind of disturbing? The first episode is the most disturbing one, which yeah. I'm so good for them. Just like, just, you, hey, you want to know what, what this is all about? Here, here it is. Boom! You just put their dick on the table. Literally. Yeah. Wow. No, I mean there someone is someone did that in, in the gym one time. I'm not even kidding. And just like baby powder. No, no, no. <laughs> he was seriously, he was seriously at the. Uh, the counter there with a the sink, looking in the mirror, brushing yeah. his teeth and his junk and and We're just penis sitting. are up on the table. Well, it's like, you know, I don't want to tell you how to carry your dick around, but like <laughs> sometimes, you know, the weight of the day is just dragging your dick down. But if you spend all of your teeth brushing time with your dick up, think about the inches that your dick is not going to stretch, your balls are not going to stretch. Mm-hmm. But when you're an old man, you're, you're not going to have your balls dipping in the toilet. That guy's got it all figured out. Is he an older gentleman? He's going to be staying dry. No, he was, well, he was 34. He's 34. You were like, excuse me, how old are you? What are you doing? Hey, dick counter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dick. How many winters have you survived? Yeah, he's really a long-term thinker. He's like, I don't want my dick to get saggy and old. So... I read this book in um, college about a transgendered uh, woman, a transgendered man. I can't remember what it's called when you're born a woman. I'm ignorant. See, I care Savage? about trans folks, but I don't know what the what the language is. So uh, uh, a person who's born a woman who lived as a man who is a trumpet player. This is a real person in like the 40s or t- 30s or something mm-hmm. and wrapped their breasts every day. Oh, wow. With um, an ace bandage. And their wife didn't know that they were um, anatomically female. Had no idea. Whoa. I know. And they had sex. She said that we had sex all the time. But I had no idea. Isn't that weird? Well, yeah. So so then they say when they autopsied this person and they unwrapped her, her breasts were perfect. She didn't age. She she died at like like 86 years old. Okay. And her breasts were like a little girl's, you know, because she had never. So it's all gravity. It's all gravity. That's all. Yeah. And light. Yeah. All right. Wow. So all you have to do. That reminds me. That reminds me. I have sisters. I remember watching now and then. Oh yeah. I remember her rapping up her. Christina Ricci. I was like, what? Like I remember thinking like, do girls do that? Her Buffalo. And then Buffalo 66. They were just out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Now and then is a really good movie. It's not bad. It's. Um, I can admit that Rosie O'Donnell. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. What? No way, what? Christina Ricci grows up to be Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, wait a minute. I don't get it. When was the transformation? She was really popular then, Rosie O'Donnell. Knock three times on, on the, the ceiling. ceiling. I had that soundtrack. It was a good one. It was a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah those great like '70s songs yeah. that aren't like the classic rock on the radio. There was a lot of other ones that I remember like from that movie. Jennifer Tilly. 
No. No. Uh, um, um, Brittany. Antonio Banderas's wife. And John Travolta's wife. Why don't I know the lady actresses' names? Wait, the Kelly? The girl from The uh, one who grew up to game? be like a powerful um, lawyer. All right. Yeah, she's blonde. kind of has big lips. Like she had some yeah, collagen. Yeah, she was the bride of Chucky. She was. She was? Yeah, she was working girl. We're going to find out. It, I, it's on the tip of my tongue, too. It's bugging me a little bit. Um, Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith. Mel. I kept thinking Mel. You know, Gabby Hoffman. Who is the other actress? Uh, Tom Hanks' Demi wife. Moore. Rita. Oh, Rita Wilson? Wilson. That's her. Oh, yeah. She was in that. Oh, Demi Moore. Thora Birch. This is a star-studded cast right Thora here. Birch grew up to be Melanie Griffith. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I had a huge crush on her, too. Thora Birch? Movie. Yeah. She was I in that she was cute Limp Bizkit video. She was? <laughs> yeah. Recently, like in the last five years, she was in Olymp Biscuit. She was a star of Olymp Biscuit, their comeback video. Wow. Yeah. You'll have to watch that. I've heard that Olymp Biscuit's still pretty big in Europe and like Germany and stuff. Oh, boy. Good for them. Devin Sawa? Oh, sure. What happened to him? That was a special. Devin Sawa, I mean, I'm sure he's still doing stuff. That was Devin Sawa and like, who's Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Oh, those man. Like those years. Tell me about it. Wow. He looks old. He's born in 78. Hmm. Hmm. So he's 36? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> it looks like he has been in a lot of stuff, just not much. What's recently? Uh, Tell me the most recent. Um, He's on a show, show called Nikita from 2010 to 13. No one's watching N- that. I don't think so. No. NCIS Los Angeles. Oh. Creature the, of Darkness. How the Mighty Have Fallen. Yeah. Extreme Dating. Oh. Maybe he's a host. Let's yeah, hope. Yeah. But he has been in some movies, though. 388, Arletta Avenue, The Philly Kid, A oh, Resurrection. these are independent films. No one's heard of these movies. It's just sad. Little Giants. He needs a big uh, Sundance, like, banger to come back. Yeah. He needs to do, I like, loved the Michael SLC Keaton. Punk was the best. He was great mm. in that. Do you remember SLC Punk? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That also had... um. Actually, no, it is. I know. I'm thinking of... that. No, it was Devin Sawa. <laughs> I was thinking of Devin's own. <laughs> it also had that one, the, the, you know, yeah, the boy, the, the boy, guy. the guy that was so hot that all the girls liked. <laughs> Devin's hot, well, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, we could we could parlay into this because I kind of wanted to play a quick round of the Rotten Tomatoes game. I don't know what that is. Please tell me. Well, you know the website Rotten Tomatoes. Sure. So what Certified I've got here fresh. is because the, the Academy Awards just came out, uh-huh. I kind of thought it'd be interesting to find some movies that might not necessarily be so critically acclaimed that okay. these people have been a part of. And that the, which people, the Academy Awards? The Award. people that got nominated for okay. something. Okay, sounds good. So um, what we're trying to do is guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. And at the end, we'll see who is overall kind of closest. Okay. So first one is uh, one of the, I think it's best, potentially best picture and um, best actress award for Reese Witherspoon. Wow. And I thought I was curious, what did people think of Sweet Home Alabama from 2002? Sweet Home Alabama? Remember that one? Remember what happened? I get a couple of these movies conflated. Sweet Home Alabama is like she has a kid and then moves back to her hometown, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of halfway embarrassed. I remember that much yeah, of this, this plot, but she is like gets married to this guy in Alabama. Then she moved. Then they break it off. I forget yeah. what happens. Maybe he breaks it off, but she moves up to New York and has like this successful career, and then gets engaged to this super fancy, I don't know, lawyer guy or something. Yeah. But then she finds out, oh. 
you're technically still married. You have to go down and get a divorce. Oh, yeah. Bam, hilarity ensues. Who is it, Harry and- Connick Jr. or Matthew McConaughey? Mm. It doesn't matter. It, it's one of those two. <laughs> I, I, it has to be. Reese Witherspoon, we're still married. <laughs> Gotta come back here. <laughs> all right, all right. All, all right, right, girl, we're still married. <laughs> I bet it's, I bet it's McConaughey. He's had quite a comeback. Speaking of comebacks. Whew. Yeah. He's, who's bigger than him, right? He was so, he was making those stupid Kate Hudson movies for so long. I know. They should have either just like gotten married or just split ways. I think they did. They split ways. The guys in this are Josh Lucas and Patrick Dempsey. Oh, what? Patrick Dempsey. Okay. Right. Weird. Uh, all right. You got your guests locked in in your head? Yeah. All right. I got mine. I think it's a 62. I think it's 82. Whoa. Whoa. So which is the critics or the We're everybody? going just uh regular old critics. Regular people. Not top critics, not the audience score. Wait, I don't understand. What's what what do they got on the Rotten Tomatoes? Audience and so critics. So you've got audience, then you've got critics, but then they also have this top critics section. So we're going critics, we're not just regular crit regular critics. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna take mine down if you don't mind. Mm, okay. I'm gonna take mine down to I'll allow it. Sixty five. And it's not a response to yours. It's That's really how hard we to feel. prove, but okay. <laughs> so you think that the audience loved it, but the critics weren't. Exactly. Yeah. Usually that's the case with shitty movies. <laughs> oh, boom. <laughs> uh, consensus. Reese Witherspoon is charming enough, but the road to Alabama. <gasps> You're looking. I already get put my answer in. Okay. What is it? Uh, but the road to Alabama is well traveled. Hmm, 38%. 38? They hated it. I hated it. <laughs> wow. That sounds so great. What did, the, what did the audience say, though? Um, So audience is in here at 78. See? You're keyed in on this for sure. I bet top critics is even lower. Ooh, oh, yeah. Not true. 30, oh, no, never mind. It is true. 34%. Whew. They're pretty close. Yeah, they're not digging it. I. I that's know. one spoiled tomato or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever there. That's, that's one spoiled rotten tomato. Yeah. Um, next up is, wait, what's the connection here? Julianne Moore. Sure. Is up for best actress. For Mockingjay? Um, I wish I had all this stuff up and I think a good host probably would have, but she's up for Still Alice. And cool. she had a, <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard of that. She has a very weird part in a movie from 2013 called Don John. I loved Don John. Very interesting movie. Did you love Don John? I, I was kind of, I was on a date. Oh yeah. And you it was don't want to watch awkward. that on a date. We, well, we both kind of, we knew each other and it wasn't like a first date. Yeah. But it was reasonably uncomfortable. For sure, dude. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was like, oh, we, we like, we love, uh, Scarlett Johansson. We love ourselves some Joseph Gordon Lovett. Let's check it out. JG. It was sort of like, Ooh, this is kind of a lot. It was surprisingly a little bit of a lot, but I'm not like a prude. It just, in that environment, it was a little Yeah, much. it's not and, a like, whatever. It's like you watch it alone and you yeah. have a good experience. But. <laughs> yeah. And Julianne Moore was great in it. I thought she was great. I thought it was seemed like a forced relationship seemed, to me. Oh, I didn't think, it, I, I didn't feel like the relationship was that forced. I felt like the whole movie was a little like heavy handed. Mm. You know, it's JGL's own thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he, he wrote it, directed it. Yeah. 
which is like any time somebody starts doing that, it's going to be a little clunky, but yeah. overall, I'm glad he like was trying to say something though. I like yeah. that, you know, as opposed to making some innocuous movie and Scarlett Johansson, that was actually my, maybe my favorite performance of hers of all time. She was great. I think she is a terrible actress. <laughs> I really? think she's whenever she's a romantic lead or some action movie, she's just an object. She's just a piece of driftwood. So you man. don't like Lost in Translation? I do not like Lost in Translation. Oh, am I bringing up I the sore love pie? it. No, I don't. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> that would have been. Great. I know. <laughs> I don't like it. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> well, okay. So is it because of? A, is it sort of a gender thing? Is it kind of bug you that it, she's kind of just like a something for him, sort of to yeah. prove he can get, kind yeah. of. Mm. Yeah, and and I and I personally, you know, I'm I'm really happy that I'm really happy that there's female filmmakers, and I think Sofia Coppola, you know, I'm glad she's making films. It's not my personal aesthetic, and I like the slow, the like lack of dialogue, where it's just like, oh, it's just like a love letter to the city of Tokyo. I just like do not care about that kind of thing. Okay, I'm really into. I'm watching a film because I'm I'm ready for something to happen with people, and I'm I don't really care as much about the um, medium. Okay, you know, so okay. so it's just not my kind of movie. I thought Bill Murray was great. Yeah. I thought she wasn't great, and I don't want to watch it again. I could just look outside. It's just outside most of the time. And just turn up some good kind of new indie music. Yeah, music. yeah. Just like look outside, watch, <laughs> listen to the shins, yeah. and. Yeah, what's that move? What's that band that does the Portlandia? And like, watch a girl just try to figure it all out. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta figure it out myself. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm lost enough. So, did you have the same kind of feelings about um, Marie Antoinette, her other movie, or the another Uh, one of hers? Marie Antoinette, I liked. I like Kristen Dunst a little bit better, but it is another. I mean, here it is, another movie about a woman who's being manipulated about. Like she was just puppeted around you know she's jason schwartzman can't get it up you know and you know at least it was like another rock and soundtrack and i i'll watch anything with a bunch of dumb costumes in it see that's the thing i am i am kind of a theater nerd like i'll watch anything with a bunch of dumb costumes i definitely love that sort of like victorian thing where they also have like the crazy little like cakes and yeah it just made it look very like decadent like yeah yeah, it'd be great to be super rich and in that society at that time yeah but then they got their heads cut off after the end. So oh, yeah. I don't think it's in the movie. It's not in the movie. But they were it's killed. It's like the best time of Mary Antoinette. Yeah. It all came crashing down, I think. That's a, you know, that's an interesting part of like French history. Like when they were, it was really fashionable to be like really outdoorsy and like have these picnics and shit outside. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the French countryside. <coughs> Sounds nice. People were painting fruit. <laughs> What do you think about Don John? You got a number? Don John. Critics? Yeah. This is a tough one for me. 78. Okay. I, I was, we're just like really close. I was saying 82. Okay. I guess we're not going to make this crazy interesting. <laughs> 82 for me, 78 for you. I'm going to guess that. I think you're closer. I think people, I think people liked it. For the most I, I part, I bet critics are just gonna say they liked it. You know, there's everyone kind of wants to like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like yeah, he, like you know, he's he's also the feminist he's guy likeable. too. It's like a lot of the women and are he's probably like in independent. On him. He's like launched a d- internet TV. I don't network. get what his site is. By the way, is. I couldn't figure out what I it was. I have no idea. Eighty-one percent. Oh, good job, buddy. We, 
we both were right in. Pretty we, we, close. We got that one figured out. What the audiences say? Audience is only fifty nine. These people don't get it. I this to me one of this this type of movie could be one where you're really missing the message of like it, it could be marketed to the wrong people on accident. This is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Because well, people, I don't even know if it had a theatrical release. Probably oh, really? a real short one. Yeah, I I just well I saw it at living room limited cities or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that where it's. It is kind of a dark. It's an interesting kind of. It went to think. Netflix real quick. I yeah. watched it on Netflix. I think everybody top, should watch it. Top critics are at eighty. It says Don John proves to be. An, how do you say that word? I don't know. Oh, God, I'm done. Give it a stab, and I'll tell amiable? you. Amiable. Amiable. Am- amiable. Likeable. I I always get confused with amicable, which is like pleasant. Same word. It is. Amicable is like two people. Amiable is like one. Is like just an adjective to describe something. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm a dummy sometimes. And here's how you clean a skillet. Am With I raising soap you? Or no. No soap. No, okay. Uh, you've learned nothing. <laughs> Directing to be for Joseph Gordon-Levitt and a vivacious showcase for co-star Scarlett Johansson. Evacious? Is it evacious? It's vivacious, isn't it? Oh, vivacious. Sure. Yeah. I think they're talking about her in the red dress. Vivacious is a... Yeah. If, um, if you're an actress... And all and in every single review of your acting, somebody mentions the way your body looks. You're not doing it right. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Or you are, mm. or you've all, you've got it all figured out. Maybe. <laughs> um, Everybody yeah. is about her in Ghost World or whatever. Shouldn't do anything in that movie. It's. I mean, I get that. It's got to be tough though, because if you have like the stereotypically kind of perfect body, what do you, it's. What is she supposed to do? I don't think her body is perfect. Well, it's like it's been sort of. I mean, people would. She's probably been like, uh, you know, they probably voted her most hot. Whoever does that, like hottest Megan woman Fox of the year, or whatever. Um, like, also, it. So I just have a different set of beauty standards. Yeah. I really do. I don't know why. I just, I just don't think of her as that attractive. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. Mm. How about she's? What is it? GQ that does men and women. Like woman, I, woman of the year, and probably it's probably something. I'm just by like I think curvier figures are a little bit more attractive. Like what's her name? January, not January Jones, the other one. Oh, oh yeah, Mad oh, Men, yeah. Joan. Oh god, Joan. Yeah, Joan. What's her name? Uh, Hendrix. Hendrix. Christina Hendrix. Yeah. Very vivacious. Like to me, that's like a body. Like yeah. that's incredible. Like yeah. she looks incredible. Like a Sofia Vergara or something like that. Sure. Well, and then there's Melissa McCarthy, and everybody talks about her body when they talk about her acting too. So yeah. you know. Us ladies, we got to stay right in the middle. We can't be interesting looking yeah. at all. She was in Bridesmaids, right? Yeah, she's really funny in that. Yeah, I thought she was really good. Oh my god, when she's when she's in the store pooping into the sink. <laughs> There's a great, um, yeah, that's good. Oh sure. my god. <laughs> There's a. Um, have you seen This Is Forty? There's no reason yeah. for you to see This Is Forty. I hated it to be honest. Oh yeah, it's not a good movie. It's not good, right? But she is. Over the credits, they took basically all this outtakes from. I mean, this is like when um, what's his name discovered her. Um, who's the, oh, what's that guy's name? Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Like discovered Melissa McCarthy, put her in This Is Forty, and then took like she does a one take mm-hmm. of like just tearing those people apart, and it's in the credits. Yeah. And it was my the fa- my favorite part of that movie mm. for sure. I think are they in like a school office yeah. or something? Yeah, it's their kid is being a bully. Yeah, and she just is like the bullied parent, the <laughs> the bullied kid's parent, and she just like I love that. 
all right, is that what we're doing? You piece of shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I could, like, I do some improv. I could never riff like that. I don't think oh, I could ever yeah, do that. Oh, yeah, you that could. That is hard. Yeah, you could. No, but I've, I'm not good at... I, you just like, pick an emotion and just, like, hit it, just, okay. like, beat it into the ground. But really having some clever saying, So you're like, with John Breen. Um... Tony Marcelino and um, Nick Kessler and no no is he's John not liberators Breen? no okay, I was gonna say yeah, he's a liberators guy yeah. no I know of him I've I've played with him a little bit uh-huh. um probably just doing like um one of the open jams at Brody but I just, I just do classes at Brody oh, this at Brody. is the first okay. class I've done where there's actually a, a you know a performance and people generally start pairing off and making some groups kind cool. of on our little level but I haven't done it yet yeah so um it's a I, good I, way to get better making yeah, a group for sure. I took a lot of time off. I did it for for a little while, and then I took a sketch class there and really liked that. With Caitlin? Yeah. It She's was great. super fun. And we had a really successful, good student good. show that Gosh, was like I wish packed. I seen it. That sounds It awesome. was good. It was really fun. Did you write something that you were proud of? Yeah. Yeah. What was it about? I had a good... My favorite sketch was uh, kind of like this Vietnam pilot guy that like, used to be in Vietnam. Now he's like a civilian pilot, and it's his first day as a pilot. That's funny. And he kind of starts freaking Vietnam, out. Vietnam, relevant. Yeah, no, <laughs> it just happened. Um, yeah, so he yeah he just kind of has some funny stuff, and he, it's like he can't conform to the rules and all that. It was good, though. Our group, all we all churned out some funny stuff, I thought. It was really That's successful. Good. So then after that, I never... I just didn't quite get back into it. I don't know, mm-hmm. summer, and I just took some time off. So I just got back in with Damika. I don't know if you know Danica, yeah. Danica Parker. Yeah. I was taking class with her. You had an improv background? I did, yeah. I did improv. John Breen was one of the people who trained me, and he is a really tough customer. Like, he's a really tough teacher. Wait, was he just on a Nerdist podcast? Yeah. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Uh, I didn't listen to it, but he's really good friends with Kurt Braunohler. Okay. They've been friends since back in the day. Uh, he John has a lot of, like, celeb friends because he's, like, yeah. Goes to LA a lot. Okay. He's a pretty, he's a pretty connected dude. Um, is he tough? He's a tough teacher for He's a improv? tough teacher. Well, I, I, I just, I think everybody has a different learning style yeah. and I just need to be nurtured like a little soft baby. I mean, that's all, that's just my learning style is mm. gentle, gentle praise. <laughs> <laughs> and Save anything else I'm hard enough else. on myself. Yeah. You know, I, I think everything I do sucks, you know, and I'll pick it apart. So right. really I need people to tell me what's working. Mm. Um, and, and John d- doesn't necessarily teach that way. He, he, he was just learning, kind of learning how to teach when he coached me and my troop. How long goes that? Uh, I did improv like in my early twenties. So like I'm 30 now. So really like eight, seven, eight years ago. Cool. It seems like the scene has really taken off a lot. So it's probably, yeah, a lot of people are doing it. It's just, um, I stopped doing improv because all the dudes that were in my troop started getting married and having babies and mm. I needed a solo medium. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And stand up is just blossomed after that. Right. Now you're everywhere. Stand up. Uh, also the scene grew. Yeah. Yeah. So that helped, I think. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, one more real quickly. One more. Okay. This is being the tiebreaker. We're five points apart from each other. Get so the, this is anybody's game. Are you ahead? Point. Yeah, you're, I ahead. am, I am ahead 25 to 30. It's kind of weird. You want to be game. at zero. Um, so this one kind of a weird comeback movie for him. Um, are you looking at best it? Picture. No, 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 okay. no, I'm not, I'm not looking at it. Um, but I'm trying to remember, uh, what's well, Michael Keaton Birdman. and it's Birdman. Yeah. And I, Took a stroll is down he, memory lane. He won the Golden Globe, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. He had he won the Golden Globe. He had a very tearful speech. 
Really? Yeah, comeback. Is it heartfelt? It's hard to be a comeback kid. Man, but he's great. He's great. I, I don't know where he's, what he's been doing, but. These actors, they can't keep, you know, like Devin Sawa's taking NCIS parts because it's like, it's rough out there. It is. Well, I hope he, that he ends like, up in a lot of Michael movies. Keaton, he was fucking Batman. What's he going to do? Clean, you know, like wash cars? Yeah. You know? I, what do you do? You do commercials in Japan if you're so lucky, like Lost in Translation. Yeah. Maybe meet someone. What Who do you knows? mean? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know. That's a, I lost a translation too. Michael Keaton goes to Japan. <laughs> they just pick a new weird city. They're like, this is a bad, this is a bad choice. You're, you're trying to follow in Bill Murray's footsteps. Uh, from 1996. Okay. Multiplicity. Oh. Long love time this ago. <laughs> Long time ago. Love I think this it's Andy film. McDowell. Yeah. I think is his wife. Yeah. She was so cute. Uh, I, I loved her. I hate her. She's so folksy. <laughs> I, I thought she was just great. And um, why Groundhog can't women Day. in movies be like sophisticated? You know, mm. she's got to be this like apple pie making. Mm. She yeah, she was a little worried, brow furrowed housewife. Oh, mm. I'm concerned about what's going on here. Just leave him. He made clones of himself. He's a lunatic. <laughs> He's an absolute psycho. <laughs> <laughs> what did the critics think? I don't think they liked it. Weird idea. It's. I'm surprised they both read scripts for that and said, all right, let's do it. I'm going to go. You know what? Like, let's go big. I'm going to say like 48%. Okay, I should have thought of mine before I let you say yours. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I'm. I can't go too far because I think it's under under fifty. You think it's under fifty too? Yeah, so I'm not gonna go crazy with it. I I think it's pretty bad though. I'm gonna say thirty five. Okay. It how good can it really be? I liked it. I remember really enjoying it. I liked it too. It's a funny premise for a movie. They haven't made a movie like that. No. Since then. Or they're like really really bad, like stuck on you or something dumb. Yeah. You say forty eight. I said forty eight. Okay. You said thirty. Um. What'd you say? Thirty five. Oh, whoops. Yeah, 35. Um, you know, the, it actually was sort of, it wasn't ridiculously goofy throughout. If, of course, I saw this a long ass time ago, but I, I don't know. The idea is like, you know, it's like he's needs more time in the day. Mm-hmm. Be a good dad. And then you got the one guy that starts like, you know, he's like mentally challenged. Yeah, there might be some outdated jokes some, in there. Ooh, I worry about some that. stuff that might not have. Yeah. Ooh, 44%. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, wait, I said that. Oh, man, I, I'm so dumb. I typed this backwards. I think you just beat me. 35. You said 48. I did. And the answer is 44. Tie break. It's tied. What? It's 34 piece. Get out of here. Should we do one more? Sure. All right. Well, Steve Carell's up for best actor. For what's that for, movie called? Um, he's like a gym deranged coach. gym coach. Gym, uh, Olympic gymnast. Yeah. With, with this huge prosthetic nose. Yeah. You seen that? Um, Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher. Well, and I'm, I brought up probably my favorite movie of his, probably. Okay. From 2005, The 40 Year Old Virgin. 40 Year Old Virgin. Oh, what so do those critics think? I don't know. If it's the, if it's like, did this movie go do what it set out to do? Yeah. It should be a hundred, but okay. it was very long. Do I would critique answer? it for that. I know mine. <sighs> okay, I got it. Okay, I got it. Want to say it at the same time? Okay. One, two, two three, three. 72. 69. Whoa. <laughs> I thought, let's be immature and just say 69. <laughs> I was like, it's 68? Like nah. 
69. It's like we're at bar trivia. Do you do bar trivia? No, I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. It's, you're very busy. There's a weird thing with 69 in bar trivia. And oh, yeah? it's like a recurring number that pops up all the time. And if the people that actually play a decent amount, if it's a guess, they'll almost always end it in 69. 69. Yep. It's a safe thing. You heard it here, guys. Okay. It, it helps you out. That was a great movie. I think first movie that Seth Rogen was, was in kind the of Judd Apatow universe. Yeah. In that universe. I mean, and, and Paul Rudd is like, you know, if I had to marry a man, it would be him. Really? Oh, for sure. There's a great blog that, or a Tumblr or something that's like, how old is Paul Rudd? Cause it's, he's doesn't he's older than you think. Right? He ages really well. He doesn't yeah. like, like there, so it'll be like side by side. Like this is Paul Rudd in 1996 and this is Paul Rudd in 2014. And doesn't you're like age. clueless yeah. today and you're like, that's not much difference age. at all. For the vir- 40 year old virgin, I can't really talk. I'm on the wrong site, which does not provide you. <laughs> it doesn't tell you what the number is. Oh, I'm so um, excited to find out. I bet it's lower than both of what we picked. <clears throat> we're we're getting a little crazy. 85. What? You won. Oh, I did. Oh, you won. won. I'm so sorry. What did the audience say? 47 to 50. We did pretty well. What? The audience said 47? No, 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 no. That was our oh, scores. Oh, that was our scores. Combined. 47 to 50. Yeah, we both 84. Right, even with the critics. 84, with, even with the critics. Top critics are I would have thought that the audi- the critics would have hated that. Okay, let me tell you something about that movie, though, is I hate Catherine Keener so much. Wait, who's that? The female lead in that, the movie. Oh, oh. The eBay salesman. Why? I don't know, man. I just think she's whiny. I don't know. Uh, she was in something that I hated. Is it Malkovich? Was she in, like, the way, way back? I don't know. She's not in a ton of stuff. Doesn't seem like. She's least... in Adaptation. She's in Being John Malkovich. She's a, a, a what's a favorite of that? Spike Jones. Um, she's in a movie that I kind of like about, it's like a women kind of, uh, like a, a lady friendship movie called Friends with Money. Mm. I was so. thinking of Tony Collette. Oh, you don't like Tony Collette? I just hated the way, way back so oh. much. I didn't have a problem with Tony Collette. I love Tony Collette. Um, anyway, I don't know why I thought of that. It was a terrible movie though. Um, so you didn't like her too much. That, that was a, that was a very long movie. I wonder, I wonder what the running time is. 40 year old virgin? It is long. There's probably a director's cut too. I don't know if, oh, this is two hours and 12 minutes. Well, long for a comedy. It's pretty long for a comedy. That just drags on and on and on. But I thought that was so funny. Almost. It's a, it's a good one. It's, they really nailed the like improv in that, like, uh, uh, yeah. What are they, Lynch? What am I thinking of? Uh, the manager of the store. Carmen Lynch. Oh. Carmen? No. Oh, Jane. Jane Lynch. Jane, yeah. Carmen. <laughs> Carmen. Sad for me. That was a little bit of an, probably one of the first ones for her too, yeah. right? I mean, she's in other stuff, but like for the national stage. Yeah. Yeah, universe. She was so good. Everybody was so good in that. Yeah. Great like ensemble. All of his like brown accessory people. Mm. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. They're like when they, they're like my wife found your uh, speed dating yeah, card. Yeah, <laughs> he's like uh, that guy. Yeah, she was a hoe. That guy is so funny. Uh, sure that will. actor was in Weeds, and uh, he played a gay character in something recently. I like him. I like him too. I don't know him too much from other, other than that movie, but I thought he was great in that. Yeah, I have seen him in something else though. Is it Weeds? No, I never got into Weeds. I only seen like one episode. 
I have too much stuff I want to watch, and I don't follow through on any of it. I know what you mean. I really want to get through Twin Peaks before I do anything else. You like it so far? I love it. I'm also in the middle of Parks and Rec. You never watched Parks and Rec before? I've watched it like sporadically, like oh, one man. episode. I've watched that, it so much. I've heard this new season is not so good. Is that right? The one that's not out yet? No, it's like it's just started. Well, it's not. I mean, it's oh, it's not. It's probably not out on Netflix or anything yet, but it's like current. Well, I know they they jumped into the future or something. So yeah, it might they might be like one season over the like critical mass of like talent, you know. Yeah, but I'll watch it. I'll watch anything Amy Poehler does. I'm reading a book right now. So it's good. so good. You like it? Yeah, read it. I've heard a little bit of mixed reviews, but um, interesting. She's not like a bonkers, amazing writer, but yeah. the uh, it's real. It's very real. Good. I I think she's so great. She's so funny. So awesome. Like them both. I'm thinking of Tina Fey because I they, I see them as a package deal a little Toads. bit. They kind of go together a lot. Yeah. I really miss them in in uh, SNL because SNL. I don't know. You're not into it right now. I'm not into update. I like everything else about SNL right now. Yeah. I think Cecily Strong, uh, uh, Sh- Rhiannon. Is that her name? Shannon or the the blonde who does. Uh, <laughs> She remember, does all the impressions. A lot of their names. She I've does seen. Beaver. She does an impression of Beaver. It's really good. She's she's <laughs> gay, right? Yeah. Okay, I know her. She does a great Beaver impression. Beaver is so <laughs> yeah. funny. She does everybody. She's a great imp- impressionist. Yeah. Uh, and I like Aidy Bryant a lot, and I like Cecily Strong. I think the women are really strong, but I think the dudes are really mm. funny. Kyle Mooney and those like I should maybe give more dudes. of a chance. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. Kristen Wig, I miss her so much. Bobby Minahan's so funny. Yeah. Tom Kalam is so yeah, funny. He's good. Uh, the the uh, Sarah Silverman monologue was like the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, on really? SNL. It was so. Just watch her monologue. It's so good. Nice. So strong. You know, for me to see like a female comedian just kill it like that is so mm. so dope. That's great. Sounds dope. You know what else is dope? What? Audible, baby. Oh, that's right. Audible. I go to. AudibleTrial.com slash huge quickly. Get yourself a free audiobook, free two week trial. That's how we keep the lights on around you here. You can watch that Amy Poehler book or listen to it. Yeah, you could. I'm listening to Nick Offerman's book right now, Paddle Your Own Canoe. Oh my God. It's just rocking my world. So great. One what paddle, a, stroke what at a time. Great service Audible yeah, offers. It's great. I love it. I, yeah. I, I kind of like had trouble finding a time where I actually wanted to listen to a book. Cause you can't do that at work. You can't yeah. do that like, during anything. But well, I maybe really... at your job, but a lot of these people work with their hands, Danny. Maybe yeah. they're not doing soft office jobs yeah. like you that use My, your brain. I have delicate hands. <laughs> they haven't seen the outside for a while. So for the the, uh, the rest people, of us. You can't do it. Yeah. Or yeah. you're watching your kids. You know, you don't want to listen to them. Sure. You just want to listen to a book. Yeah. I've been doing it for my commute. Then I just... Hang out, listen. Yeah. It's great. He's, he seems like he has so much wisdom. Did you see his uh, special on Netflix? No. Oh, it's delightful. Yeah, I've heard it's awesome. It's really sweet. It's really uh, so sincere. He's definitely an American treasure. Yeah. Love him. Bree, thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. This was fun. Um, You know, you can check out Bree if you happen to be a Portlander. We already talked about Earthquake Hurricane at Kickstand. Really want to rep Kickstand because I love that place, and I'm trying to potentially get a show on there too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little improv podcast thing. I'll put in a good word for you. Well, I got to figure out what the format's <laughs> going to be first. Yeah, you should. I do an improv podcast, but I've been very sporadically putting out the episodes. Uh, it's very sad. Well, I would love to do an episode if you're ever, if yeah. you get it together. I would love yeah. that. I, you know, I got one episode that was very tricky to edit, 
It was sure. very hard. And then I just, well, I've been spinning need, my wheels forever on you it. You need better people if it's hard to edit. Well, they, it was their first time all coming on. And okay. I think it just, it was a little disjointed. And I yeah. probably should have maybe just thought, all right, let's toss that one out. Yeah. And maybe do another do one. Do another one. Because yeah. I've sat there and tried to edit it multiple times for a long time. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Aww. I'm throwing up my hands like this isn't going to work. That's stressful. And it's been a while, quite a while now. So, but it's really fun. We play a little backing track. So it'll sound like you're on a train or something. Fun. And then we've got like four of us and then you just start. And it's great. I love it. And I, I want to figure out a way that it could potentially work live. I think it would need to be more like, I don't know if you've heard Improv for Humans. Yeah, I like Improv for Humans. Yeah, where they kind of work into the improv and it's yeah. just like a roundtable podcast to start with. Yeah. Either that, because normally we just sit there, we we talk, but then once I start it, it's just like sound comes on, you're in a scene. Yeah. Then it fades out, fades into a new scene. There's no talking. If you did it live, you could do a bat where you just turn the lights off. Yeah. And then you and the audience sit in the dark. That's fun. Oh. I think that's so fun. Oh, that's not a bad yeah, idea. Yeah. Is that like a thing? What's yeah. that called? A bat. A bat. Yeah. So everyone's just quietly listening yeah. to it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because I love that. I actually got the idea driving home on this long drive and I knew on like AM radio, they're playing like some old detective show from like the forties. And I was as interested Rap. as anything I was looking, <laughs> listening for, you know, with stuff like, I don't know, serial or like things where like, you're not necessarily just straight up being entertained. You're kind of. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good analogy or not, but there's a whole lot of different things people are interested yeah. in listening to. And that being this kind of narrative was just like, wow, this is really engaging and interesting. Yeah. And we've had some really fun episodes that have put out. that are really good. Awesome. What's that called? It's called HQ Improv. HQ Improv. Yeah. HQ Improv.com. But the last episode is put out in like September. It's terrible. Hey, you can, you can always come back to podcasts. I get anxiety podcasts. from that. That Oh sucks. boy. I'll see. I'm not like real, real bad, but. Well, it's just it sucks. You see those people and you're like, ah, so sorry. I'm so sorry, man. I just feel like I'm in film school. I'm sorry. I'm following like, all my dreams. They're like, I know you're just doing casual classes <laughs> once a week. Okay. I know what those schedules are like, but whatever. I'll figure it out. Um, but you can also see Brie at um, uh, Lachlan Patterson, Valentine's Day weekend at Helium. That's right. That sounds like a big show. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Lachlan, I guess, is really, really funny, really likable. And, you know, Valentine's Day fun is fun. There's always a lot of uh, couples that come to Helium. Yeah. So, and which is nice for me because I like getting in front of women. I like getting in front of men. Sometimes, like, uh, when I opened for, like, Joey Diaz, it was a lot of dudes. Yeah. Um, but I got, I got the dudes, I got the dudes in my pocket. I got the ladies in my pocket. You do. I've, I've been there. You're getting laughs from everybody. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I always, I kind of thought for a while, like, women were more my audience but mm. i do okay with boys you know i can i can good stuff too well it's the same thing with guys i would think like you gotta have you gotta get women laughing too yeah you can't just be the dude it's true comic either well th- not not until very recently yeah <laughs> for a long time i think boys were just telling jokes to boys uh and yeah yeah but well, I'd be curious to ask you more about that if we had a little more time, but well, I got to let you get out of here. We just had to have fun conversations <laughs> instead of terrible ones. <laughs> well, thank uh, you so much for taking the time. Yeah. BreePro.com and at BreePro on Twitter. If people don't live here and want to experience all my mediums, do it, I write man. blogs and about sex and stuff. And that's fun. Yeah. You did the sex survey on the yeah. or Portland Mercury. Portland Mercury. Yeah. The yes. next, uh, column I have coming out this week will be about, um, uh, music to bang to. Nice. So playlists and it, and the whole article will come with, if you've never put together your own playlist, I asked a bunch of music experts in town and they nice. put together a playlist for you. Is that a weekly column that you write? No, it's like monthly ish. Okay. <laughs> it's whenever I'm inspired to write something about sex or relationships. 
Awesome. So. Yeah, that's Portland Mercury. Yeah. People here know about it, but yeah. it's a good one. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Danny. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Bye.